0: The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement Bible Study, Living a Lifestyle of Encouragement, is now available on Amazon.com with special pricing for the ebook. Order your copy today and be ready to join Debbie as she guides you through Living a Lifestyle of Encouragement through a six week Lent season video based Bible study beginning February 26, 2020. For more details or to sign up, look in the show description or visit DebbieKitterman.com. Hi, I'm Debbie Kitterman, and welcome to Dare to Hear the Podcast, where we equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. Well, today, I am excited to introduce you to... um, I'm going to call you my friend, Jake, because you did a dream consultation for me. So my friend, Jake Buller, uh, Jake is a prophetic voice gifted with dream interpretation, words of knowledge, and prophetic messages. He has a passion to see the body of Christ live in the awareness of their God-given identity and to walk in the fullness of of knowing who they are in Christ and who He is in them. Jake also carries a unique ability to teach, train, and equip others in the prophetic, especially with dream interpretation. He and his wife Rachel serve at Seven Springs Church in Powder Springs, Georgia, in several capacities. So, Jake, thank you so much for joining us today on Dare to Hear the podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's been uh, it's been fun getting to know you and watch you on your journeys and all that good stuff. So thank you so much for inviting me on. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I um, I met you through our mutual friend, Michelle Passy, who I've actually had on the podcast before. And um, when you um, were on um, the session with us, I actually, you talked about your dream consultations that you do. And so I actually um, had you do a dream interpretation, a consultation with me, mm-hmm. and it just blew my mind. And so for those of you that are listening on the podcast or are watching on our YouTube channel, I just really wanna encourage you Jake will tell us how to connect with him at the end of this um, episode, but I really want to challenge you that um, even if you think you know how to interpret your dreams, because you know, I mean, I teach that. I do that in the prophetic, but but you have a unique anointing, Jake, that just opens up to a whole nother level, and so I just I just am excited to give you um, to my audience, and I want to jump right in, and I want to ask, how did you get into dream interpretation,
1: yeah, it's been um it's been a really fun journey. Um I I had in my early walk with it with Christ, I I would dream some when I was younger. Um I grew up in an evangelical denomination that um preached that the gifts of the spirit passed away with the apostles. So when I would dream, I had no outlet for it. Mm. Uh fast forward a couple years, went to the Brownsville Revival in Pensacola, Florida. My evangelical world got rocked, needless to say, some of you Maybe some of your listeners went there or to Toronto at the outpouring, very similar in that regard. And then I started dreaming prophetically kind of off and on. Um, and then in 2016, um, I really started um pursuing a deeper walk with the Lord. And as I did that, my dream life increased like full throttle. It was um it was really mind-blowing. And so um I started like asking people, like, hey, what do you think about this? I had no clue about like interpretation, symbolisms and stuff I uh, uh, found um, found some videos of John Paul Jackson, um, an incredible incredible uh, father in this in the prophetic and with dream interpretations and I was just so honored him with what he did uh, and by the time I had come across him he had already gone to heaven so I wasn't able to you know stu- study him except for on his YouTube stuff which I have uh, quite often but in my natural world, I ended up asking one of my pastors at church hey I'm having a lot of dreams. Um, I know they mean something. Do you know anybody that interprets dreams? Uh, He said, yeah, my mom. So um, myself and his mom developed a real quick friendship and uh, she became a spiritual mama and was just um, able to help me see the metaphoric symbols uh, and paint the picture of an interpretation of what God was actually saying as a prophetic word in my life. That's how I got started. That was 2016 and 2017. It just, in 2018, 2019, it just keeps going higher and higher and higher and higher as, as God often does. So that's kind of the, that's the snapshot version of what happened.
0: Okay. That's really exciting. Cause I, I think, you know, as being a prophetic individual, of course, we're going to have dreams. God's going to speak to us in that, but I think that you just have this unique anointing, not just for dream interpretation, but to see prophetically into things. Because, you know, the average person, when they do dream interpretation, they like label the symbols and they do all kinds of, you know, this is what this could mean. But when you did that dream um, interpretation consultation for me, there was one of the things that you, I was stuck on. Like it was, I was stuck on, and just the way that you opened it up, but then you moved straight over into this prophetic moment that I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So, um, but not to get ahead of myself. So, can you just kind of um, your your ministry is called Dreams Two Twenty Two? Can you talk Correct. to us about where that Two Twenty Two comes from and why did you call it Dreams Two Twenty Two?
1: Yeah, it comes from Daniel Two Twenty Two, where uh, this is Jake's paraphrase, but where God said, so he's going to take the things that are in the dark and reveal them and bring them to the light. And, uh, you know, Daniel was one of the the biblical forefathers in dream interpretation, him and Joseph. And um, I've always been drawn to Daniel and to Joseph, even in my, uh, my, my teenage years. And um, as I started growing in this, I just started, Hey, what's the better spot to go to than the word and started reading. And there's, there's still so much more, you know, to God and to the, mysteries that he has and dreams and stuff but it's been a fun fun journey but that was the uh, that was the inspiration for it dreams 222 um that's the the scripture reference and what i've uh what he he actually laid that on laid he dropped that into me so um it was it was a fun little fun little time
0: That's so good. And I, and I like that verse that you used out of Daniel because a lot of people will go to Job and they'll use those. And so when I heard dreams two twenty two, 22 and I was like, Hmm. And when I first, you know, heard you talk, um, in, in our group, when I was with Michelle, you were talking a little bit about, I'm like, Ooh, I like this guy. I like this guy. (laughs) Um, okay. So can you, um, can you answer this question? How and can, and if so, how can God use dreams to speak to us?
1: Oh yeah, he absolutely uses them. Um and there's so many there's so many facets of God that I, I you know, I truly think that we're never gonna see that full manifestation on this side of eternity just because our you know, we have our flesh to deal with, we have society to deal with, and just our own limitations. But I think one of the reasons why he uses dreams is because it's the only time that our conscious is actually Removed from this from the conversation, right? We're asleep. The only thing that's active is our subconscious. Um, that's why we stay alive because we can breathe and heartbeat and all that good stuff. But at the same time, he's able to take the imagination, which is based in our subconscious, and speak to it and pull things out in a message form in our dreams um, that he couldn't do in our conscious. Because in our conscious, you know, I can't stop a train. I can't jump a, a you know leap a tall building. I can't fly like Superman, but in my subconscious, in my imagination, I can. Mm -hmm. And many times a lot of those themes and those um, dreams or prophetic messages that he's trying to get across to us because he's, and, and he does that because like I said before, he's taking the conscious piece out of it. So he has nothing to work with, but our subconscious, which is really almost as limitless as he is
0: that's so good you know i i used to say when i when i first started teaching on dreams um way back many years ago i i did i said this and i regretted it <laughs> but it popped, you know sometimes those things pop out of your mouth but what i said is that the main form of the way that god communicated with me at that time was through dreams because it was the only time my mouth was shut <laughs> and so that it was the only time that he could speak to me and and when i said it i heard the holy spirit say to me oh really <laughs> and I went, oh, I am so in trouble. I am so in trouble. And and I know that it's a scientific fact that we dream all the time. Like every night when we hit REM sleep, we dream. We might not just remember them. But I did go through a season of not remembering my dreams. And I was like, oh, it's because I said that, wasn't it? And so the Holy Spirit's like, yeah, you need to learn to listen to me during the daytime too. Uh, so, <laughs> but I, I love that because I think sometimes I think that people people talk with me about this because people will go, Oh, well, I just shouldn't have had that pizza last night or that was a pizza dream. And, and I don't believe in that. Um, I believe that, um, not all, do you believe that all dreams are from God or that they can come from other sources? Let's, let's start there.
1: Yeah, I do believe that they can come from other sources. Okay. Um, I do believe that's the minority of our dreams versus the majority. So, okay. you know, you'd reference the the pizza dreams, there are certainly times that our God designed our brain to decompress yeah. um, and sometimes that is from a, from bad pizza um, sometimes it's just our brain just like hey I've got so much going on I've got to flush this out and so that's a that's a soul dream because it comes from our mind mm-hmm. uh, but what I find in many cases whether it's a soul dream a pizza dream a prophetic dream or even a night terror I I can see like God is just Poured out this ability, um, it's totally from him, of course. But be able to see yeah. many cases, not in a hundred percent, but many cases, see the prophetic message that the Lord is trying to get across to us in all kinds of dreams.
0: Yeah, I think that's good. And I, and so I and I just encourage people like don't just discount your dreams because you think they're not from God, because usually they are and and so you need to take the chance to like say god what are you saying to me what are you speaking to me can you um so for the person that's listening if they're like okay so i've just always put them in the not from god the pizza dream or the night terrors that's from the enemy so if they put them in those buckets how how can they go back and um or even starting now what are some basics of dream interpretation that our listeners need to know about
1: yeah, the first thing is be a good steward of your dreams. Okay, um, <clears throat> and and that is recording your dreams in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, okay. So that could be either writing them down. My dog says hi in the background.
0: Sorry,
1: <laughs> say hi. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be that way. Um, but record them down somehow. Whether you you know if you keep a notepad by your bed, a dream journal, your your phone whatever the case may be record them even if it's a quick voice memo or just bullet points of what happened and then when you wake up you know jot them all down put all the details in the dream go in a chronological order meaning you know from start to finish um and then everything that stood out to you mention it because god is trying to say something to you with those metaphoric symbols that's the first thing to do um and even if you don't think it's um It's from you know maybe it is a bad pizza dream. Um, Try to your best to write those down. Usually those are very chaotic and there's no organization to them, Um, so it is kind of hard to write those dreams down. Um, But like a soul dream, it still has some order to it because your brain is trying to process to get back into a, into an order and into a flow. So if you write them down, you'll be able to see the picture that God is painting for you because many times dreams come in, in, in like book form. So there's like chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, many times in, I know my personal life, I'll dream in twos or threes, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and God is just painting a really big picture there. So that's the first thing to do is just to, to steward what he's already given you.
0: That's good. That's really good. And then, so once we've stewarded it, what would be the, um, how do they first look at it to begin to like, where's the starting point? So I've stewarded it. I've written it down. I've recorded it to the best of my ability. And then what would be the second thing for them to like, begin to try to figure out what message God is saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the the first thing I'll say is if, if you look at the life of Joseph, specifically when he was in jail, you know, he went to the, the cupbearer and the, the uh, the bread guy, <laughs> and both of them had dreams, and he was like, "Tell me your dreams, because God is the one that gives the interpretation." So the first step is is, is say, Holy Spirit, what are you saying here? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to reveal to me in this message, in this parable? Because it's the way I look at dreams is is they're parables in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jesus number one way that he taught was through parables and they were, all of them were metaphoric. All of them were symbolic in nature, but all of them painted a message that 2000 years later, we're still getting interpretation on. And so dreams are, in my opinion, a modern day parable in the night. So you can always ask the Lord, like, what are you saying here? That's first and foremost. Many people will, will um, ask me stuff like, Hey, what does this particular item mean in a dream? And I don't know, because it's the entire context of the dream that tells me what that sp- specific symbol is in the dream. So if it's just like um, like a, uh, a peach, for instance, I live in Georgia, so peaches are yeah. kind of keen here, right? But, you know, if you're like, hey, what does a peach mean? It's like, I, I have no clue, um, because what's the rest of the dream? It could be saying that you know, there's some sweetness about you or it could be that it's the fruits of the spirit that God has revealed. So there's so much context that's involved, um, that you need to know. So don't look at one particular symbol or two particular symbols and try to, um, decipher what those specific things mean. Look at the entire picture, you know, that's That's the, that's the first step.
0: Uh, That's really good. Um, so what would you say to people that, um, take those dream interpretation books and they look up symbols and that. Um, so I know I'm going right, I'm going right at it, but what would you say to people that do that? I mean, I have my perspective of what I've taught people, yeah. but I would love to hear yours.
1: Yeah. I think um, there are occasions that I do use a couple of resources. Um, I, I, I feel like, you know, first and foremost, the best dream dictionary is the Bible period. You know, so many times in a dream, you know um, you can be, dreaming about just a bunch of meat on the table. And then you wake up and you remember about that meat. And then you automatically remember what Paul said about, I wish I could give you meat, but I have to give you milk. So what's God telling you there is that there's a lot of spiritual nourishment that he's wanting to give you at a mature appetite. Uh, maybe you need to grow into it. Maybe you're already there. But again, that would be the context. But it, you know, when, a, when you see a dream, you hear a dream, whether it's from yourself or somebody else, if your mind goes to a scripture verse or a story, there is a high probability that Holy Spirit has something laid into that story that relates to that dream that that person or yourself needs to hear. So that's the first thing. Is the Bible is the first and the foremost, you know, um, dream dictionary. Uh, if you're using other dream sources, uh, James Gall has some good stuff, Doug Addison, John Paul Jackson, like I said before, all those are great resources, but even they will tell you it's just a guide. There is never a one size fits all to to the dream world. And so use it as a guide. If that, if that definition and that one um, doesn't fit for the dream, because you'll fit, it'll feel, will feel like a puzzle piece goes into place. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't do that, then it's not meant that like, you know, colors, for instance, you know, um, many people will say, Oh, black is negative because it's representing the dark side and it's the evil one. But black also represents the mysteries of God. Yeah. Black also represents the boldness of our faith. Black can represent, you know, so it can b- represent beauty. You think of like a black stallion, how beautiful it is. So don't get stuck into A plus B equals C all the time, because many times it'll be A plus D equals C equals Z. <laughs> and it's just that wild goose chase that it, it seems to be um, that God puts us on. But, you know, use them as a reference, but do not lean fully into them that it's, it's a one size fits all kind of thing when you're in a dream dictionary or dream guide.
0: Yeah. Which, okay. I just want you to tell, that's what I tell people too. It's a great resource, but the Bible should be our first and foremost, but that God is developing a dream language with us. Yes. And I think the thing that I appreciate you about you the most, and even when you did the consultation for me, was that you took the overall picture of stuff and that you looked at it in the context of overall, what is this saying? And I really appreciated that about you because I'm a, I am ai tell people too that when God speaks to you in dreams, it's not just, oh, cool, I had this really cool dream or, oh, this is going to happen. It's that he has a message for us in that, like a prophetic word, and that we have to we have to push ourselves into aligning up with and walking out what it is with God. Like I, I came away from my dream consultation with you with homework, like, okay, I got to research this and I got to look into this and I got to ask God what he's showing me in this. It wasn't just like, okay, Debbie, here's all this stuff and now it's just going to happen. And um, but you looked at the overall, you looked at the overall perspective of what God was saying. And I really, really, really appreciate the way that you do that. Um, Jake, this conversation is going so well because I have a couple more questions that I want to to dive in um for my listeners with you. So yeah. do you mind joining me for a part two next week? Can we yeah. can we carry I'd on this to. conversation next week? Okay. Yeah, so be great. Great. Awesome. Okay. So what I want to do is I want you to tell my listeners how they can connect with you um, on social media or website or whatever. And then I'm going to ask you to pray us out after you do that. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Best way. I have a a fan page called dreams 222. That's two colon two, two, just like it'd be a Bible verse. I also have a Facebook group called dreams 222. So there's the fan page and the Facebook group. Um, You can like the fan page and then jump into the fan group. Um, there's a couple of questions you have to answer, answer the three questions, then hit submit. Um, that's the best way. Um, you can also try to friend request me currently. Well, you know, we're, I still have some room for friends on there, but it's, it's rapidly, um, depleting, which has been interesting in this season, but those are the two best ways. Um, that's where I usually will put all my offers with training and, uh, consultation fees and things of that nature. Um, and then you can always IM me or DM me through one of those sources. So. Uh, that's that's a couple of the best ways. Uh, a good email is knowingdreams222 at gmail. Um, you can reach me there as well. So those are a couple of three ways to get me.
0: That's awesome. And I just want to say for those that are watching and listening that um, the group on Facebook is really good because you have a bunch of people in there that have taken your, your courses and stuff. And then occasionally you will Pick somebody's dream and you will do a Facebook live, but that by watching you and listening to you and other people in the group, uh, they can really learn how to take on this um as well, um, in applying it to their own lives. So I just really want to encourage people to find you on your Facebook pages because that's really good. So um can you um pray us out of this episode in um really um the impartation really of the like taking our dreams to the next level in God and really awakening us to that dreams. However, God wants to, you know, whatever he wants to say, I don't want to put you in a box. So whatever God's put on your heart right now. And uh, so if you could just release that prayer over us, that'd be great.
1: We'll do that. Father, thank you so much for calling us to be your own. Thank you for desiring relationship with us and desiring communication uh, with us, Lord. And just thank you for the ability to speak to us at night with those parables. And uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just ask for an impartation and a release of bold dreams, of lucid dreams, of dreams of forth and future telling, um, prophetic destiny dreams, and even, even dreams that show us the plan of the enemy against our lives so that we know how to fight against him. Uh, and Lord, I also pray for that impartation of interpretation to hear your voice through those nighttime dreams so that we can hear and understand and get to know you better on that personal level. And I just thank you, Holy Spirit that you're here with us now, that you're here with us in the future, and that everywhere we go that you are in us and, and speaking to us on a daily basis. And I just thank you for opening up our dream life and our interpretations and just hearing the voice of our Father even more. And I just thank you for all this in Jesus' name. Amen
0: amen amen and so for you listeners we're going to carry this over into part two next week it's going to i'm going to ask him the question because you're not going to want to miss this um we're going to talk about understanding translation versus dream interpretation Come on. We're gonna, that's how we're going to start next week's episode. So um, thank you for listening to Dare to Hear the podcast, where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. Thank you for listening today. I'm Debbie Kitterman. If you were encouraged in any way, we would be honored if you would subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel. And we also ask that you would leave a review. But more importantly, we ask that you share these episodes, especially this one, so people can get to know Jake and they can learn about Dreams 222. Because we really, um, in this day and age, God is beginning to speak to us more and more through our dreams, and we need to understand and have a revelation of what he's saying so we can walk that out. So thank you for joining us. We look forward to having you join us next week on part two with Jake Boller. I'm not in the thunder. I'm not in the-